So welcome to another episode of the Before Skynet podcast with your host, myself, Mr. Rock. And today, going back in time, just like Michael J. Fox, but not going that far. I'm just going to episode one where I had one of my most loved people um, who was on the podcast has now come back for episode 10. She started out on episode one when we were just getting into this. And now she is back in the flesh in the action of it, and I'm welcome. Thank you so much. It's lovely to be here. Yeah. Did the, you did you like the way I, you know... I loved you it very much. You're very sweet. Very kind words. I'm not uh, usually used to that, so it's yeah. a surprise. <laughs> Make you sick? <laughs> <laughs> we'll find out. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so as I said, it's been a while um, since we started episode one. I know. And right at the beginning, it was just... I guess there were things going on in the AI and technology world yes. that was blowing up. But since that first episode, so much more has happened. Yes. In fact, when we first started, the it, I think we just, not we, maybe collectively as the human race, you yeah. just understood that ChatGPT was an actual thing and people started using it. No, maybe not even started using it. Yeah. But it had just sort of emerged from its technological cocoon <laughs> it was like i'm here now yeah. what kind of thing yeah and we were talking about the, the way that it could affect things things that would happen in the coming months which mm -hmm. a lot of them have yep. and now you're seeing i guess not the aftermath because we're in the middle of it but some of it like the effects of of that so that's it's exciting yeah Bloody terrifying, but also exciting. Yeah, bloody terrifying. Yeah, as they say in the UK, bloody, <laughs> bloody terrifying. Ter <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, and I think even the things that we spoke about back then, mm -hmm. some of the things what we we talked about, you know, jobs being replaced, um, how it would affect different industries and things like that. Yep, I would say that you, we we are now seeing that happening. Wouldn't you say so? Yeah. <laughs> Certain little things are starting to creep in now in the background. Um, many people might not be tuned into it. It's actually happening. But, you know, there's a few instances we, which we'll talk about yeah. where I've seen, you know, robots in certain places. Yeah, like real world examples now. Yeah, yeah. Do you, what do you mean? Actual robots? Actual robots. Like we're not just referring to Teslas. We're talking about actual robots. Nope, not <laughs> Teslas. So when I say actual robots in terms of not necessarily the... You know, that Android or the yes. the, 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 the humanized like. yes. yeah. robot. Um, but just standard robots like robots that clean the floors. Roomba. Roomba? Zoomba. Roomba. So moving from having in the house to yes. now seeing them in department stores or um, grocery stores. For example, Walmart now have a cleaning robot okay. so you know before you would see people in when they were cleaning they'll push the machine around and clean the floors oh yeah like one of those big ones that go round and round yeah so it would hoover up the mess yeah. and and wash it down as well yes well now that person doesn't exist well they exist they're just not there <laughs> yeah <laughs> they don't exist in that capacity oh god yeah so, so they have been replaced i don't know to what level but if you go to a Walmart, especially one that's just up the road, I'm not going to give my location, but most likely in a Walmart near you, it's probably happening. There's a cleaning robot that they have 
created, it looks like a normal machine, but what they've done now is they've humanized it or made it more tolerable. Tolerable. By putting eyes on it. No way. Yeah. Why would you do that? So it looks friendly. Um, does, when you looked at it, is that the first thought you had? First you're like, oh, it's a robot. Oh, wait, no, it's got eyes. That's a friendly robot. Yeah. It's like, it looks like Thomas the Tank Engine in a sense. Oh, that's kind of cute. <laughs> <laughs> the way Thomas the Tank Engine's got eyes and a smiley face. That's what they've done to that robot that goes around in the store. And it's constantly going and it, it stops for people. It works around people. I'm guessing it's running 24 hours a day or when people are in, in yeah. um, shopping. Yeah. And then probably at the end of the day, does a full clean, a deep, a like deep a proper clean. one. Yeah. yeah. I, I feel like this sounds familiar. I've never seen one in real life, mm. not in the wild, but <laughs> I think I've seen like a photo of it or something. It's, it's it's weird. You just, I don't know how to feel about it because on one hand, mm-hmm. it's efficient yeah. and apparently friendly because it's got eyes and that's the criteria. Yeah. And a smiley face. And it's, sorry, and a smiley face. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Um, so that's good, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then obviously on the other hand, because this is going to be something that we talk about because we did the last time about jobs being taken away um, or decreasing or whatever, it has been eradicated because of that. Mm-hmm. And... That's not a good thing. But at the same time, the person who was in that role, in that job, mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess I'd be curious to know what they're doing now because I'm, I'm just hypothetically speaking, I don't know if they enjoyed their job a lot. Yeah. I don't know if this will give them a chance to then try and do something <laughs> else. I am being a bit idealistic about it. Yeah. I am. I am. But there's a, there's a reason why. Um, I don't know. I mean, it. I feel bad for them that they don't have that job anymore, but... I would like to know what happened to that person. Like, did, you know, because sometimes corporations and stuff will retrain people themselves. I mean, not all the time. They're not that nice. Yeah. But if if you take your workforce, if you're a CEO or whatever of a company and you recognize that, okay, we're going to get AI in some capacity and it's going to affect a lot of people. Great. They lose their jobs. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. But the thing is that they're taking away or they're doing like the menial tasks yes. that you know what human beings, if we are, you don't have to spend your time doing that. Don't because even that human being, that person is probably capable of so much more. If they have been given the right opportunity or, you know, the chance yeah. to retrain and things like yes. that. I agree. That's I'm just blue skying this. Yeah. This is what I'm throwing at you. That's the good thing. Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully they're doing that. My picture is that that job that has been now taken sometimes those types of roles might be held by someone that has multiple jobs yes you know yes they clean they do this and they do something else yes. or you know whatever it is so they're already at full capacity in terms of what work they can do so even if it was it'd be great if these corporations were given the opportunity to to upskill you know, yes, it'll be super good if then it doesn't have a knock on effect somewhere else. So if I'm increasing, you know, people in this department, does this mean that this department doesn't need as many people? So it, it can have a knock on effect in so many different areas um, yes. that I'm assuming as well that a lot of these companies are testing the waters 
another reason why I say that, connect that to what happened two years ago, a year ago, where people were leaving their jobs like crazy. Yeah. And looking for new jobs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there was a spike in new jobs in the market or whatnot. And then what's happened? Now they're cutting back yeah. on so many jobs. Yep. And it's not necessarily that the jobs, the less jobs out there, they're just going back to where they were Before in the, the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which for a company is probably a good thing because they can bring in a lot of people and sift out the people that just are not too good yep. and just keep the good ones. Apparently that's what they're trying to do. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it's, we. you can pull people in from different directions. You can upskill them. If they're not that great, you're sending them back out to a job that no longer exists. Well, the hope is that you wouldn't send them out to the job that no longer exists. Like, for example, in this specific scenario, mm-hmm. the machines replace that person. If they were smart, if they wanted to keep that person, because I don't know, they've been there for long, they like, whatever reason, they like them. Um, and that's already someone you've hired. It's always easier to retrain someone or keep someone as opposed to firing them and hiring someone else again. Because at yeah. some point, that machine will break down, will require some kind of maintenance. So two things from that is that you can retrain that person yeah, to hopefully be responsible for that. And secondly, that is a job being created as a result of the advancement in technology. Um, sorry, go ahead. So when you say it was created, what, what's, what, what's being created? The new job, the new role, that possible role that might be someone who, who would be responsible for the maintenance and the upkeep and looking after the machine because it's not going to look after itself. You could take that example, you could extrapolate that and perhaps apply that to other robots. Yeah. Mm. Yes, and I guess, yeah, I could I could agree with that. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. mean, I think it's, what I'm saying is that you're absolutely right. There are so many jobs that will be eradicated and some that will not be replaced. And in mm-hmm. some cases, there won't be even a new role created for it, but... Um, the when the first time I can't remember what decade it was. I went to the sixties, but I might be entirely wrong. You know <laughs> yeah. when ATMs became a thing, when ATMs started, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. machine. Okay, cash, um, cash machine, cash machine, yeah, cash machine. Yes, yeah. what am I doing? <laughs> ATM, ATM. It's because I read it that way. Um, they used to have tellers, which they still do. Mm. I think the example I was reading was I think it was in the UK. It was a specific bank. Um, they got rid of the a lot of the tellers mm-hmm. and they managed to retrain almost all of them and gave them like clerical jobs like in the bank. So they actually didn't have to fire a lot of people. So I think what I'm trying to say is, is perhaps is the perspective that um, you can take on it, mm-hmm. right? Because as a result of um, AI and technology being a thing, uh, more robots have been created. You're absolutely right. Yeah. But then there's been an increase in um, the number of jobs being created by IT companies where the roles are more focused on like robotic stuff and how to, um, things that require having knowledge about that and how to either maintain it, how to fix it, how to work yeah. with that. Yeah, I agree. But what happens in the next five, 10 years? I mean, well, I don't know the answer to that question, but we, I suppose, sorry, go ahead. No, 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 you go ahead. I suppose as long as, as long as there are robots that require people mm-hmm. to take care of them yeah. and program them and look after them, yeah, there will be that job. The day that that's no longer required, I think we're all in big trouble. Yes. 
if you if you relate that to computers, for example. Yep. So back in the day, if your computer went down, you know, you'd get someone to fix it by replacing something in the motherboard or the processor or, you know, one of the graphics cards or something like that. Yes. That doesn't really happen as much nowadays. Mm-hmm. You know, unless you're a gamer or you want to, you know, the, the fastest machine and you're going to build it yourself. But most people don't do that. Mm-hmm. What we have nowadays are mini PCs that are all-in-ones mm-hmm. or laptops. Okay. After a certain amount of time, two, three years, average, yeah. the laptop, what do you do? Replace. You throw away. Yeah. So there's less requirements for, for a particular person to repair that. Mm-hmm. And also they will make it so that machine will last averagely three years because they want you to get rid of it. Of course. So replace it with a new laptop, which was built by robots anyway. <laughs> a robot that was built for robots. Yeah. You know? Yes. So it, it, it's having a knock-on effect and, and yes. like how good technology is will have an impact on like how much human interaction that's needed. That yes. cleaner, for example, it could be something that every, I don't know, six months, they go around and they put a new cleaner in, pick up the new one, it goes to a center, they just change certain parts and they circulate it. Because mm-hmm. that would be the most efficient way to to manage something like that rather than waiting for it to break down. to ma- Yeah, maintain it. Yeah. So it gets done at a center where they get rid of certain parts and just put new parts in. And then you're saying presumably that when they send it to the center, it's robots doing the replacement as well. Yeah. Or it's just a piece that gets taken out, thrown away, put the new piece in, send it out. So it needs less manpower to actually you know, yes. figure out what's wrong with it and change this and yes. change that. Yes, you're right. That's true. That could also happen. Mm. Um, But then also the robot that fixes the other robot, who fixes that robot? Who looks after that? True. I think it depends on the level of investment into something. I think you are absolutely correct. Mm. And because of that, as a result of it, jobs will be eradicated. But then at some level, the bigger robot will need the bigger robot will need looking after. It depends on how much you've invested, right? Because like you said, with the laptop example. Yeah. I, why would I spend money trying to fix it if I could just get a new one? Mm. But then in other <clears throat> scenarios, like if you're if your Tesla mucks up, you're not going to replace that very easily. I'm just this is the first thing that came into my head. Yeah. So it's a there's pros and cons, right? Yeah. Um, another, if you continue the job line, um, admin stuff. Yes, admin things will be rela- um, mm-hmm. replaced. Admin, I would like to think administrative tasks will be replaced. But as someone who has been an admin in an mm. organization myself, yeah. so I might be slightly biased, but I can tell you that that job was not just admin. Like there was a lot more to it that when I think about it, a lot of the tasks that I did probably would be a lot easier now, actually. Um, just put it all in ChatGPT. <laughs> but <laughs> there is also a human-focused part of it because you are dealing with people and I was dealing with people. Mm-hmm. So what I'm saying is that they can replace those tasks. But perhaps if I was still in that job and that had happened, yeah. I could use that time to do other things. And you know what? I always felt that in that job, I didn't have enough time because nothing got done. Um, but that's what I'm thinking. So tasks will be replaced. Mm-hmm. 
But again, it is perhaps the responsibility of the individual, perhaps the responsibility of their manager, perhaps the responsibility of the company. How can we maximize this person's potential? Yeah. Because they're whatever, good at what they do. How can we get the best out of them and not have to let them go? Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yes, it, it makes sense. In the old world. But it won't happen. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to happen. But my question always is when people say that, you know, things will be, will, will, when things will be replaced or new tasks can come in, my question mm-hmm. is, is for people to give me a real world example. Where that's happened? Yeah. Or any task that you've done before. Uh-huh. If that was replaced, what else would you do in that role to make it better or to make the service better or to make sure that you still have a job? Okay. Well, the only, the closest thing I can think of. So when I started in sales, Mm -hmm. ever since I've started and at, you know, what, five years, things were pretty automated in -hmm. terms of like, for example, if you want to send like mass emails to people. Yeah. I'm not going to do that manually. I'm sure at some point people did do that manually because sometimes, I don't know, I, I, I imagine mm. so before all those tools were around, right? What would they do? Yeah, I guess printing press and... <laughs> letters. Yeah. <laughs> Their quill. Yeah, I guess there was some way of doing yeah. something, yeah. Or perhaps, yeah. Or, or if you think about even before... Um, I have a real good example. Mm. Even before before remote work. So the first, when I was, when one of my soldiers was before the pandemic and I was downtown. So we would, the buildings were close by. Yeah. So we would walk to the meetings. Yes. Takes time. Um, and these were, some of these were just clients we already had. You know, it was just like, oh, just like check up on them kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Pandemic happened. Everything became remote. Um, and I'm sure like those things were already automated, the email stuff, but there was less of the walking around and doing all that and waiting for someone to show up and then going and sitting down. Oh, do you want a cup of coffee? Blah, blah, blah. Let's talk about stuff. Yeah. 10 minutes, maybe that changed. So when you didn't have that and then you could use zoom and things like that too, mm-hmm. I guess not automate, but it is technology. Um, you would get more out of those meetings. Right. And people would only book meetings when they would have the time to, and it wasn't more like, it was more just get down to business kind of thing. Yeah. I can see that as a difference. And then again, the sales automation, when I think about if that didn't exist, <clears throat> I actually don't know how I would do my job. Yeah. It is such a massive part of it. Um, go ahead. So let me pull you back a Sorry. few steps. Okay. So when you were going to these meetings yes. and you would have a coffee or you would, you know, grab something to eat or, and then when the pandemic hit, mm-hmm. the impact that it had on all those businesses, mm-hmm that catered for the people that would go to different offices and mm-hmm. have meetings and things like mm-hmm. that. Like technology and the need for us to be able to continue working from home, mm-hmm. new applications, new ways of communicating mm-hmm. were created yes. by the people that are already skilled sets of people that were doing this. Whereas when it came down the line to the service providers, yes, so many went under, under, yeah, you know, and what was the impact of that for them? It wasn't <clears throat> like you know I own this coffee shop, for example, and it goes down. Like there's no one to upskill me. Okay. Yes. You know, there's no one looking out for that person. 
But are you, so you're talking about that happening as a result of the pandemic. Yes, as a result of the pandemic, but the need for technology to speed up and increase. Because as, that happened as a result of the pandemic as well, you're saying? Yeah. The need for technology to speed up. Yeah. But now we're in a position with AI. Yes. Which is in itself potentially a pandemic. <laughs> They're listening. Don't say that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's something that's going to impact the world on a more extreme level so fast. And that's another thing. The speed in which things are going to be happening. Is it going to enable people to have enough time to catch up? No. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I really don't think so because things change day to day, week to week. So unless you're really keeping up to date with it, mm -hmm. which it seems is impossible because so much information. No. Yeah. I don't think so. So at that point, you know, if things are moving so fast, new technologies, new ways of doing things, new processes, and you're trying to learn that, especially if you're an outsider and you're not even in the industry yet, you don't yeah. understand the industry. Yes. For you to get a step in there, if you're not in there already. <sighs> yeah. Uh, you're not tech savvy. Uh, yeah. I agree. And but also people who, and even now since the birth of ChatGPT, mm. um, one of my friends, because she has her own business and I keep reminding her, oh, it can do this, it can do that. Like menial tasks again. Mm -hmm. Um. She's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I can't be bothered. I don't want to have time. Oh, it just seems like such a hassle. The thing is, like, she, she's not, she is tech savvy in the sense that she knows how to make it useful. Yeah. Especially people like that. It's like you have the chance, you have the opportunity. Mm -hmm. And she has her own business. Like, if I was self-employed, I would be on that. That scares me. Yeah. Because I don't actually think she sees the proper value. Yeah. Until it comes up and slaps her in the face. I this think that's one of the key yeah. things. Yeah. Um. On that same note, when we think about all the industries that are being impacted and, and so on, there's one of the areas which is the um, actors and yep. and the writers, yeah. you know. Um, dem well, They're both on strike, they're, they're strike. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that was related to the impact of ChatGPT being used to create scripts and content and things like that. Yes. And how they feel, I guess, that isn't fair. Mm -hmm. But it's here. Do you, I, I, so I'm aware of all these things. Was there a real life example? Like, did it actually happen that someone used AI to create a, either a script for an episode, whatever, whatever. Mm -hmm. And then as a result of that, a writer wasn't able to do that role. Did that actually happen? Or is this a preemptive strike where they're like, ah, it might happen. Yeah. So let's just stop doing our jobs and I'm not sure. I don't know if there's been a specific case, Okay. but it's, can you write better than an AI? Can you use AI to write better than the next person? So when you think about that, it might take, oh no, three weeks to write a script. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When you can use chat GPT or one of the other large model, uh, large language models. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That could create it for you in 
20 minutes or not even 20 minutes. Yeah, that's not. Yeah. Like you might have to keep prompting it to get what you want out of it. So it might, it could take you a day to write a whole script where mm-hmm. it might take you, you know, <laughs> weeks, even months to write a, if a script for a movie. Yes. So even there, you know, there are, there's so many new applications and, and platforms out there where you can, just type little bits of information and it will start creating and creating. So for those people, I understand, I understand the fear and the probably the only way they can, you know, go against the machine is to, is to protest. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. By doing what they're doing. But at the same time, I hope that if they are on strike and they're not writing anything, they're learning about chat GPT and AI. Yes. And how to use it in their best. I agree. yes um well yes all the points you made are very valid um well first thing i guess the definition of better i don't know what that is it was better for me might not be better for you Mm -hmm. and writing when it comes to it is a form of art um when it comes to things like that there's not really um quantitative measure you know it does depend on people's opinion so whilst chat gpt may create something grammatically correct even it has created things because i've tried prompting it just Mm -hmm. to see what it could give me and it's actually brilliant at it yeah um but there is that difference and then um the second thing you said which goes hand in hand is you know it's only as good as the input you give it so well yeah in the beginning in the beginning i would be interested in the results of this experiment if um, you know, professional writer, someone who writes scripts for TV shows and films and mm-hmm. myself sat next to each other. And they're like, write us an episode for, even like if you name a show, for example. It'd be interesting experiment if both of us put prompts in there mm-hmm. and the scripts came out and, you know, give it to someone to like blind test it, which one's better. Yeah. I wonder which one the person would choose. And then keep in mind from person to person, that choice would also differ. Yeah. So there's all of that happening, but... At the same time, with the writing thing, I think, again, and what you said, I hope they are learning about AI, mm. because whilst they're not working, if they're using AI <laughs> to write the scripts, they're basically proving their point, which yeah. is quite sad. Um, you can use it to enhance that, mm. you know? Um, I've tried, what I tried, I was like, I, I think I put something in, give me an idea for a short story. And I gave it very, very basic details. Yeah. And it gave me like a pair of, oh, like outline. Now I can use the outline and I can, again, expand that into mm-hmm. something. I can even write a paragraph and put it in a chat GPT and perhaps I can be like, well, make it a bit more descriptive. Give it this kind of tone. Yeah. I think that's fair. I think that's allowed. So, you know, I hope that they are using, like you said, that time to um, enhance their skills. They're using chat GPT because if this mm-hmm. is the thing that they're scared of, like it's going to take over our jobs, that's what I would do. Yeah. Like, well, why? What's so great about it? And you might get some value from it. Mm. Um, yeah, I I do feel that I don't like to say this, but the the, the time is almost up. Writers, yeah. Oh, I don't know about that. Because here's here's one thing that I saw, which was, and a lot of you may have watched it out there. Um, Black Mirror, Netflix yes. episode one. Then you see the most recent season. Yes, where there's a TV show about the woman or something. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, when they got to that point where they went to see the, the head of uh, Netflix and she showed that for everybody 
there was a specific show mm-hmm. for them about them. Yeah. Yes. Once you get to the point where technology is able to write you content that it knows you want, mm-hmm. you don't need anybody else. Okay. Yeah. Images are now at a point where you can prompt to create images and now yes. you can prompt to make video and it's getting yep. increasingly more detailed yes. as the days go. Yes. Yeah. So when you bring those two worlds together or interactive gaming as part of that as well, the data and information that they've been collecting about us for years, now they're able to use that to say, I know exactly what you want. I mean, I'm glad someone's going to tell me finally. Yeah. And then individually, for every person, there's a TV show, there's a game show, there's a comedy, there's this, there's that. Yes. I mean, yeah. sorry, I don't want to cut you off. Yeah, so, you know, all these people that were there to be creative, mm-hmm. I think there's when there's people out there looking for that to be potentially disappointed, <laughs> you know, by a film. <laughs> like we've all watched a film and thought, oh, this film's going to be great. And then at the end, it was like, oh, what the hell was that? You know, <laughs> if you want if you want that kind of experience yeah. to not know if you're going to like it or not, mm-hmm. yeah, maybe... You know, you could watch something that was written by somebody else, but it also can be the show that was generated for you, for example. Mm-hmm. I might say, let me watch your show that was generated by AI. For me. Not a real writer, yeah. But you want to, you're saying you're going to watch yeah. it. Okay. I want to be, you know, I want to be dazzled or, or shocked by, you know, what entertains you. But when the system is creating that, you know, you still get, you still get multiple levels of entertainment that's been created by the machine personalized for you yeah personalized non-personalized you could get a film that you know to shock you something they wasn't expecting you you know you could tick the boxes and it would create what you want so you could tick the boxes so it doesn't have to be just things that it knows that you will like you're saying that potentially in the future it could be customizable to the point where you could go on Netflix and be like well, you know what I like. Why don't you play something for me that I'm not going to like or I'll be pleasant, like shocked by? Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah. I wonder why you would choose that option though. You ever watched a film when you got to the end and you're like, oh shit. I didn't think that was going to happen. I watched one recently like that. I don't even think I can talk about. (laughs) It's all kinds of mental. Yeah. So even that shock value, the fact that you didn't know it was coming and you wasn't expecting it, you know, that could be part of the tick box options that you but have. But he knew you like that. Yeah. He knows you, you'd feel. <clears throat> you'd be shocked in a good way. Yeah. So it's okay. The reason why I'm asking that. Mm. Okay. So you have this thing that personalized, personalizes content to your thing. Yeah. So I think the danger of that, I, you know, when you say it out loud like that, it sounds great because, mm. you know, which one of us hasn't gone on Netflix and scroll through endlessly be like, oh, all of this is crap. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yes, on, on the superficial level, sorry. Mm-hmm. Great, you'll have all these things to watch that you know that you're going to like. Mm-hmm. The danger with that is it's all the same thing again and again. You're not actually expanding your 
um, I guess not knowledge, but you're not expanding. You're not trying to um, try watching. You're not trying to watch different things. You're not trying to, and you don't have the chance to then explore and discover other things you might like. You're encasing yourself in that bubble. We're great. You have that satisfaction mm -hmm. that every single thing I will watch will be something that I like. But then there have been things that I've watched that perhaps I didn't thoroughly enjoy, mm -hmm. but I did get some value out of it at the same time. I wouldn't watch it again, but I can see the value I got out of it. Mm -hmm. So that's um, one thing. And then the second part of it is also, you know, there's a lot of it that it is done for the purpose of like, it's meant to be art. Because that's the, you know, the writers who are part of it, the director of that. It is a piece of art. I'm not all films. Yeah. If you are, as a person, sorry, looking for that, mm -hmm. yeah. then will you be just as satisfied with AI-generated content if you're trying to find that human... I've, I think that art or that that need to be um, educated or knowledgeable is something that's been dying for years. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, because if, if... Think about before MP3s. Yeah, mm -hmm. when we had CDs before that tape, before that you know records, and before that I don't even know. But a lot of times you you get a new album, you'd sit down, you'd open the booklet, you'd read about who produced it, who wrote it, where it was recorded. All the information was like a part of the entertainment, so you cared about that. Nowadays, people don't really care unless it's someone that is like is known for creating blockbusters yeah. or, you know, real great music or then we'll connect the names. Oh, that was such and such. That was such. But outside of that, like we may cross the path of this particular producer many, many times, but we don't know. But if we were reading it, it was like, oh, such and such did this. Oh, they did that. Oh, okay. They're, you know, they're very what's the word, expansive or, you know, able to touch many different areas of music yeah. so you get more of an appreciation for them. But now it's kind of like, well, <clears throat> I like this minute for, I like this music for five minutes. Next. Short-term satisfaction. Yeah. Perhaps we've already, you know, encased ourselves in that bubble mm. because that's what, that's what happens nowadays. Um, yeah, short-term satisfaction. And, you know, then that's just going to make it worse because then you don't see beyond... You don't see beyond what you like. And this is what algorithms are on like YouTube and things like that, because you keep getting suggested things that it knows that you will like. Mm -hmm. You don't have the chance to explore anything else. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like a one dimension kind of person, which I think is quite unfortunate. So if I had that option, yeah, I think I would, you know, some sometimes I would like that, but I think I would still like to stick to what I'm doing now. Yeah, going to HMV and... <laughs> Bit <laughs> of blockbuster? No, yeah, <laughs> too much. You get that option. You can walk around. Like I, I feel, nice. so much is now. You know, the algorithm knows us enough to send us enough of what we like, and just to make it look authentic. Oh, we're gonna send them some stuff that they probably don't even. Yeah, they really care about it. Much. Yeah, so yeah. it makes it look like everything isn't, you know, focused on delivering exactly. Maybe. I mean, Netflix is horrible at that. I mean, it never yeah. suggests anything good for me, despite all the stuff that I've watched. So yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll stick to choosing my own and going on Rotten Tomatoes and being like, "What's <laughs> what's it rated?" Yeah, I like doing that. But then who's who's writing the um, reviews? People. Are you sure? No. 
he was writing reviews. <laughs> he was writing reviews on Amazon and things like that. There's some scams around that as well. Like, yeah. oh, are you saying there are actual scams around that? About reviews on Amazon and stuff. Oh, they're fake. Yeah, and how they how they connect other products and amazing to a whole a whole new um, world. Yeah, to think about like so the <laughs> when something has like four thousand reviews, don't buy it. Double check. Because those reviews yeah. might be not even real. Think critically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go click on the user's name and stuff and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It says verified. It's, it's, I, it watched, mm-hmm. I watched a YouTube um, a, a show about it and like how how they create all these fake accounts and reviews and they pay people for products. Also, yeah, that's a, that's a big one as well. You get a free product. Oh, right. Yes. Right review, get a free product, and and they make it so it doesn't. I think before they tried to make it as though you couldn't tell yes. if that person was giving it for free, but now and now you can tell. Yeah, they note so, it. Some kind of ethics. Yeah, and how long that's going to last? Yeah, but but how many is, people squeeze through that? Yeah, they see, can't. this is where people when they try to take advantage because of that. That's that's the kind of stuff that annoys me. Um, yeah. But then, you know, the, the writers um, strike. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and also historically speaking, writers have gone on strike quite a few times because they don't actually get recognized even before they weren't. So maybe they're a bit more afraid. I can understand that. Yeah. But again, try and use it to your advantage. Um, and it's easy for me to sit here and say that, obviously. But the actor strike, I mean, who's even noticed? <laughs> And I know relating that to the Netflix episode is like your likeness and, you know, it being created without your um, consent. Yes. And what type of contracts? Like in that show, she she signed a contract, which was like... Um, that they could... She didn't read the T and C's or something. Yeah, the terms and conditions of well. what she was signed. And it had all this stuff that allowed them to take a likeness. And yeah. that, that happens in the music industry already. Well, now that they have ChatGPT, if I ever got a contract, I would put that in ChatGPT and be like, summarize this for me in like two sentences. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Pick out the most important points yeah. about this. Yeah, I don't want to read it. Um, yes, in the show, that's exactly what happened. But in with the strike thing, apparently, again, I think it was a preemptive strike, it feels like. And sometimes I think people just, you know, okay, let's just go on strike because we can get something better. Mm. I can even understand that greediness because it's not like actors get paid enough, you know. Um, Depends who they are, innit? <laughs> no, that's that's true. That's true. But the ones that you see complaining about it on like YouTube and all that social media, of course, going to be the popular ones. And you're just like, um, mm. you want to get paid more than twenty million dollars. You know, they're not sticking up for the little guys. You know? Well, we're are wearing the little guys with them in the videos because they're not known, so they're just taking up space. <laughs> <laughs> but the, give them some exposure, but yeah. um. So apparently, what I've read anyway, um, so I mean, if someone wants to fact check me, they can, but this is what I've read. Is that they didn't actually go ahead and, they didn't say that we're going to use the likeness um, without compensating them or with that, without their consent. Mm-hmm. But I think, again, it's the case of maybe they got a bit freaked out and they were like, blah. But I think they have another added agenda. They want to get better contracts in general as well, because it's yeah. not just, we're worried about this. Yeah. I mean, they could not, you know, a lot of them, the famous ones anyway, they could not do make another film for the rest of their lives and they'll still be all right. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it might be just a guarantee. Sign me up for a contract that's going to be 
for the next 10 years, for example. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Which so I, yeah. Me, means I will have work even when AI comes and takes roles. You're going to have to use me. Yeah. But I, the same reason why I don't think that that's going to impact that so much, because then even if they make an, an entire film using just the likeness of actors and actresses, mm-hmm. just all AI, everything in it is AI. And people will go watch it and be like, amazing. I think there will still be some purists and we could possibly be one of them, be like, no, 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 now I want to go watch a real film with real people. Yeah. I bet you that would happen. Yeah. The same with music, because they can can make music now using AI and stuff. And you know, some of it sounds all right. You can go online, there's a website, you can do that yourself for free, Mm -hmm. make a track. Yeah. Well, when when the purists get, when they get uh, duped, yeah, and they're gonna be like, "Oh, you know what? <laughs> I thought this was the real person. It isn't the real person? How do I feel about myself? How do I feel about like how well I can, you know, distinguish between this and that? Is the world real? It, it just always of a whole, you know, reflection of what they thought about themselves. That's true. Um, be part of it. And to answer your question, the world isn't real. Um, yeah. <laughs> the Matrix. <laughs> Um, but no, you're you're right because deep fakes, mm-hmm. some of them look real. Even the photos. Yeah, I took this quiz where like it asked you which is AI generated, which is real. I failed yep. it, so yep. I don't trust anything on yep. the internet. And then what if it makes like one of you or one of me? Yeah, that is terrifying. And yeah. I don't, I'm not I'm not saying this because I want a, a, you know money or anything like that. Mm. It's just like that. That's scary. Saying that, this is, this is going off topic a little bit, but I, I saw this <laughs> this little short uh, video about this guy that saw Jeff Bezos on the street, right? Uh-huh. And he spoke to him and there's like one bodyguard. He couldn't really see much other people around him. Okay. But he was close enough that he could have a conversation with him. Okay. And I thought to myself, is that really Jeff? Does he have a look like walking around? Yes. To make sure if anything happens, it doesn't happen to the real Jeff. I would do that if I was him. Yeah. Since, you know, people don't like him. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, the likeness can be in yeah. any form. Who, know, who knows what That's true. What if someone like gets plastic surgery to make themselves look like a famous actor? Yeah. Is that illegal? Face off. Yeah. Face off. <laughs> it's becoming true. Yeah. That's creepy. Um, Whoa. But yeah, I mean... In terms of, as far as, you know, concerns about jobs being taken, I mean, I feel like the people who are making the most noise are have, like, the least amount of risk. I, I know, don't mean the writers, I mean the actors. Mm. He'll be fine. Just, I think they will be. It's it's ways away. It's ways away. Okay. And actors can be in, like, plays as well. It's not just films. How about musicians? What happened when, at one point... For certain musical instruments, right, needed the actual person who had the knowledge and skill set to perform. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Say that was for like, I don't know, 40 years ago. Yeah, he needed that. You you needed that 10 years ago, no? I think you still need it now, depending on what kind of music you're trying to... Well, not really, because there are applications Sorry, yes. that will mimic... Mimic. Yeah. Yes. Or the, you know, the, the realistic Sound. playing of uh, a specific type of uh, piano. Yes. Or, you know, people playing 
guitar on a keyboard. Yes. Yeah. You know, there's That's there's all these ways to You're yeah. Right. There's all these ways to manipulate not having to use a real musician. Mm-hmm. But we've accepted it now. But and yet there is still a lot of music that is being produced with normal instruments. I mean, the Rolling Stones are planning on putting on an album. Who are the Rolling Stones? <laughs> I feel like you should know. No, never mind. Like the, the like the young people that are growing up now, the Rolling Stones are stuck with a generation of people who are, you know, gradually getting older and older. But they're still like making money. Like they're still tw- I don't know. I think there's some younger generation that likes them as well. Yeah, but the, if you look at the the people that were born, say for instance, I don't know, 10 years ago. Do they care about real life bands? What, the ones who are 10 right now? I don't think yeah. they care about most. You know, all their music and what their idea of music is, is very different to what it was 40 years ago. That's true. So I was going to get to a point where they're not going to care that this is a real musician, just like the generation that yeah. are going to see computer generated films. Yes. I'm not going to care about that yes. being a real actor, hmm. actress. Hmm. You know? Yeah. yeah, I didn't. I hadn't thought about that. You're right because when that becomes normalized, yeah, that's all you know. Yeah, like I don't care about MP3s now. Yeah, exactly. Ooh, that is scary. So it, I, I think it. It's um, it's interesting, like on many many different levels, how we look at it and we can judge it, but um. Yeah, I think it's just going to be time. Yeah. That dictates what's really going to happen. That's very true. And I think another another downfall of that is, I mean, there's there's already so much stuff that's created, whether it's TV shows, films and stuff, in a year, in a month and whatever. It's so much nonsense. Yeah. It's just quantity <laughs> over quality. That's going to get worse. Yeah. It's so oversaturated. So maybe that personalized thing is, I don't know if that's good or not, but yeah, it's just going to become worse in that yeah. respect too. I think the personalized thing is is going to be good. Mine will just be horror films, I think. Yeah. But yeah, it'd be even better if they could be like, sense like what your mood is by like saying your vital signs or something, you know? Mm. Like big Alexa or Goo, whatever, whichever one. Yeah. What 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 do I feel like watching today? Play something for me. That would be game changer. Yeah. I don't even have to think about how I'm feeling. It knows. Yeah. I'd like that, actually. You would like it? Yeah. Why not? You're always getting what you want. Sometimes it's... Yeah. I mean, Sometimes getting what... Not getting what you want makes getting what you want feel even better. Better? Well, but maybe you can you can program it to be like one week, one day out of the week. Don't yeah. make <laughs> something Randomly. Like. Yeah. On Sunday night. <laughs> Don't oh, tell me when. This is your night. <laughs> not on a Sunday night. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's a good point as well. Get used to that. Mm. Um, but see, that's where, yeah, I, I like, I like exploring and finding new films and things like that and exploring new genres and being like, oh, I'll try this. Maybe I won't like it. Mm. I enjoy that still when I get tired of it. We'll see. Okay. All right. Well, we will see. <laughs> um, I'm not very, uh, my views on the future are very dark. Yeah. Super dark. I know. But, you know, the more we shine some light on it less dark it will be okay so there's another interesting area which i think is is really super cool um when we're relating just from netflix and you know giving you what you want Mm -hmm. in terms of entertainment but the gaming industry is taking a big 
change. Okay. And giving people something totally different that, you know, wasn't experienced before. Okay. And I guess it's been experienced, but limited. So you have role-playing games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you talk to characters and usually you'd have a list of, you know, options of what you could say to that character. Mm-hmm. And there'd probably be a short script of what they could tell yes. tell you. Um, because you could ask that question, ask that question, ask that question. You get the different answers. Yes. Now they're imp- incorporating these uh, LLMs into these games. So there can be a script or a storyline, mm-hmm. um, really in-depth storyline. Rather than having a script, the characters within the game can respond to the players in many different ways. And the player, the real-life player, can ask, like verbally ask the character questions. Oh, so not like a pre-scripted... Yeah, not pre-scripted. Ask pretty much anything? Yeah, by anything. Bloody hell. And it's able to communicate like certain information that they might be requiring about the game or about the person that they're looking for in a game or what happened here last week or, you know, it's able to give real detailed information on many different levels that's unscripted. So I could just like walk up to like an NPC and be like, "Oi, wanker!" Yeah, <laughs> and then we call it wanker. Yeah, <laughs> that's incredible. It's that's it's, like yeah. Like I say, it's incredible to, to the fact that these characters just do their own thing. So it's like the Matrix within the Matrix. Oh my god, it's like <laughs> it's like what well, it reminds me of like role playing games. Well, I don't know why I want to say The Sims because that, you know simulation. <laughs> Um, but then it also think about the fact like the replayability of that game because yeah. I mean there are games I've played more than you know times I care to admit but <laughs> imagine that yeah because you'd get presumably you'd get a different it would depend on your character like your your character not yours but the character you're using yeah and then the choices that I'm assuming if they've made that will affect other things because that's what usually happens in games mm-hmm and the other person's response. Yeah. So because there's not a script, there's just a storyline that the game has to adhere to, but everything else is kind of like in your control-ish. Mm-hmm. It's like you're like living out a film or something. Yeah, exactly. <gasps> living out a film for real. But you're you're the star. I love this. Has this actually been happened? Have they implemented it in a game that you yeah. know about? I don't know I don't know a specific name of a game. But it's but I've I've seen them, you know, they're creating these games that are that do that now. I need to find that and play yeah. that game. It's amazing, like the way that they communicate with the characters in there. And it's not even like the type will select certain questions. They say. they say it, they speak to it. Like you're actually, it feel like you're talking to an actual person. Yeah. And this was something I saw probably two months ago, three, yeah, two months ago. So God knows where they are now. Yeah. Isn't it, that's funny though, because obviously, you know it's a game, but you wanted to feel real. You wanted to mimic real life mm. as much as possible. Yep. That's that is really cool. Yep. I don't know if this thing existed. Yeah. I might start playing video games again. And just imagine when you relate that to the metaverse and then you are virtually in that space and you're living like you take your headset off and you're back here, but then when you go back in there, it's a whole world that hasn't been scripted. It's just That's scary though. Yeah. I mean, 
that I think because the metaverse, the metaverse obviously already exists, mm-hmm. and people meet in there, other people, and blah 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 blah. I, how much of that do you think like desensitizes a person from? I don't know, just real life, just real life. Yeah, because there's people that live. If you think about those gamers that nonstop play games, you know, they take a break. Some of them don't even work. So well. this, this is their life. They, you know, they get money from their parents or however they make their income. But then the rest of the time, it's just they're in this world. But some of them probably get paid for like, you know, they stream and things like that. Yeah. I wonder, like, eventually the metaverse, maybe it already exists. You can, like, because you're living out a different life. You can have a job in the metaverse and that's yeah. how you get paid. Yeah, just imagine. I, I think it will happen. Yeah. That's I think insane. it will happen. If so, you're some type of coder in the metaverse fixing a platform that other users are using, but you have to go to work in the metaverse. In, in the get, in the, yeah, that's what I meant. You could, it could be any job. It could yeah. be like a real life job, but in the, in the metaverse. Yeah. And because you're not actually doing it, maybe it's a lot more fun. I don't know. Hmm. Like it's, uh, I forgot what I was going to say. I, I don't know. Is that, is that good? Is that a good thing? I don't think, I don't think it's a good thing. Eventually people will just be like sat in their like sofas with the thing on. Yeah. Headset on, dripping arm. I'm at work. Don't bother me. Yeah. You don't have to eat or anything. The drip's feeding you. You could just be in the metaverse Uh, and if you think about that and you connect that to what was in the matrix, how they had these people in these, these pods, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. these embryos and stuff in these yeah. pods that just yeah. like lived in. They're like batteries. Yeah. Lived in the matrix. It's coming. It is. And maybe that's what they put in there. Well, they did, right? Cause they're in the matrix. Mm-hmm. I guess that sounds all right. If you actually are in conscience, um, conscious of, um, you know, You're what okay the reality for that? is. Well, but to in, just use your body to, I don't know what I want to do, but. In this example, if we're saying that I actually don't know, because hypothetically, actually, we could be the Matrix right now. I don't know yeah. that that's happening to me. As far as I'm ignorant of it, I have no idea how that feels or how horrible that is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, not that I'm saying this is, you know, it could be better. But <laughs> yeah. But yeah, if I don't know. Hmm. Well, what are they doing with your soul? I'm going to be deep there about souls and stuff, but, you know, are they taking your soul then? Like, your soul exists, I feel, to live in the real world, but then you're just encased in this. Yeah, that's true. Mm. I mean, there must be some aspect of your soul that's here, and we're still assuming that we are in the Matrix. Yeah. Because, (laughs) you know, (laughs) I'm able to have, like, connections with other people and I can feel that I am a person. So yeah. whatever they've done is really good. Yeah. It's a good program they're running. Yeah. I want out. I want out. Please. <laughs> pull the pull the plug. Yeah. I've got to find Neo first. That's how it works. Uh, um but yeah, no, that's you see, with most things that we've spoken about, it's always a double edged sword. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, it has to it's up to us. And by us I mean just maybe humanity, because I know um but yeah, we have to deal with it. They yeah. take the good and the bad and then actually understand its capabilities. And I think we even talked about this last time is that I still think we need to be careful about what we're doing, what adv- advancements are happening. I think before we get to the point, we need to think about what's going to happen, what's, what is this going to affect, where the consequence is going to be. Yeah. And we're still not doing that. Yeah. we. It's the same thing as Jurassic Park all over again. Yeah. 
But on many, many other levels, it's we're all responsible for doing something, right? If we're, yeah. you know, if we think, okay, this is happening, all right, who's ready to stand up and be the renegade and go against the machine? You know? Not so much, yeah. Not so much going against. I think just collectively, I don't know, just even like, so when you're saying all these things have happened so quickly over the past few months, they'll continue to do so. Mm-hmm. There are, there's someone, you know, people are making this happen. It's not like AI is developing itself. I mean, obviously the LLMs are learning, but people are working on software and this and that for it to happen. It's okay. Yeah. Take a breather. You know, let's yeah. try to process all the stuff that's happened. But let's how are we going to make people take a breather unless you fight against the machine? Because like, they're saying, this is where we're going. This is what we need to do. And you say, um, no, I think we should slow down. No, no, we need to go forward. Because if we don't, Social social is going to take over. This country is going to do this. Da, 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 da. See, that's the, well, there you go. That's a good point you bring up because now it just feels like it's just an arms race. Yeah, it is. Which is unfortunate because, again, something that is that can potentially be used for the betterment of humanity and it's already mm. shown that it's beneficial to us and you can use it in that way, again, becomes like weaponized in this way. Yeah. Because I think the common the common factor in that is people, unfortunately. But this, yeah. is, the, this is the bad side of it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd love it to be all, you know, cotton candy and Fruit Loops and <laughs> I don't know where that came from, but for it to be fun, fun you know, and, and, and pretty yeah. and... Well, contribute to good things. Yeah. You know, like but, stop spying on each other. Just be friends and you don't have any secrets. <laughs> yeah. I sound like an idiot. I don't know how we would get to that point, but... I'm not sure that's going to happen. Yeah. So all these, these you know, these governments now are starting to listen to well make it look like they're listening to yeah. Yeah. you know these these tech giants yes um but realistically what are they planning to do is it now having to understand that ai will be some form of currency so if you have um if you have money in it mm-hmm and you're a part of it, and you're generating, um, then you have power. So if governments don't start aligning themselves with what's coming, then where would the money sit? Where would the power sit? I know a lot of it is outside the government anyway, but it's Mm going to be an increasing gap where these elites will be able to control even more of what's going on. You're referring to the tech giants? Yeah. Yes, you're right about that. Um, also, they're the elites, but then the people who run the government are also elites. I guess what I'm trying to say is, I think if there's some part there where both of them are trying to you know, be honest and try to regulate and do all that stuff, I still think all of them have their own agendas. Mm. I don't think any of them are quite concerned about how any of that will affect the I guess you can use like the ordinary person. Yeah. They very much have their own agendas and it's how they can benefit themselves. Mm-hmm. So when they talk about government regulation, I mean, I, I don't even know what that means because the so far what, what's happened, I think it's seven or 10 countries where ChatGPT has been banned. Mm. That's yeah. what their government thought was regulating it, which mm-hmm. obviously it isn't because you're still cutting off something from your people. Yeah. Right. It's preventing them from doing something, it, preventing them from being better. So, I don't know. I, I don't know because they all have their own agenda. So yeah. do you trust them to? Yeah. And who's, who's to say, you know, is it going to come down to the point where, you know, you want to create something, um, 
AI based, you need to have an AI license. Oh God! You know, mm, that's interesting, actually. Yeah, because mm. who vets who vets you? Who says you should and you shouldn't? If you're a criminal or you've had a criminal background, does that mean that you are not allowed to have an AI license? Just like in state in the US, if you're a convicted felon, for example, you can't own a gun, for example. Just right. You know, just putting it like that is kind of like restricted who can have and who can't. Do What's you, the criteria? Yeah. For, yeah. Do you have enough money to do the testing? No, you cannot have. Yeah. Do you have enough money to pay for the license to renew it? See, yeah. this is what a government and those um, tech giants would do. Yeah. And that in itself should be legal because you cannot and should not limit the use of information and knowledge, and it, you shouldn't do that. Mm. But they, again, want to monetize it, first of all, want yeah. to limit it, to control, yeah. potentially, people, the masses, population. That's what, they, that's what they're good at. Yeah. So part of it is really, you know, good in terms of, like, not allowing, you know, certain people to create platforms or, you know, artificial intelligence that's going to, you know, create havoc. Or yeah. mistakenly yeah. create something that they thought was great but hadn't yeah. done enough testing that now it goes rogue and causes other problems. Are you just referring to what's going to happen in the future now? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, if we don't get regulation. But then having the regulation cuts down on people's ability to actually develop. Yes. Because they don't have the resources to do yes. you know, the basics that's required from them. So. Yes. It then, as I said in the beginning, the AI and this new technology being currency, because if you own yes. it, you have the power to create yes. more from it. You're absolutely right. And then, then, and also to make things worse, that that imbalance of power, money, where it is, remains. Yeah. If anything, makes it worse. Mm-hmm. So they're not helping Essentially, yeah. this is what they're trying to do. But I don't know what the answer to that is. Then you don't regulate. I mean, the, yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, yeah. And your point earlier about if someone makes something out of it that could potentially harm. We're, we've talked about AI before. It's probably capable of, you know, eventually when it when it advances or whatever, probably mm. capable of making its own decisions in some respect. And I don't think it's going to make a difference if someone creates it. And we've already created it. Yeah. I don't think there's more to add to that. Like, do you know what I'm trying to say? Like, the foundation of it is already there. Yeah, I guess when it when it comes down to when they become um, autonomous and what's the word? Sen- sentient. Sentient. Yeah. Um, where you know they will understand what is good for us, or we've you know we've made them understand what is good for us. Mm-hmm. But then. You know, having that control to the point where, okay, going a bit further now, when we think about, you know, I believe so many jobs are going to be lost within the next 10, 10 years. Months. Yeah. <laughs> Things are going to look totally different. Yes. And we have, we've heard about this, uh, is it Universal... Basic, basic income income mm-hmm. now hearing about that, that that sounds like oh okay if no one can work then at least everyone gets enough you know 
money to live off and buy certain goods or whatnot. <clears throat> now that works, but it has a limit because if it's a universal basic income, basic meaning the lower standard, right? Mm-hmm. People that have money, that have invested, that have, you know, access to these higher platforms, they're not going to need that. Okay. Yeah. Yes. And it would be nice to think that, okay, everyone gets what they want or what they need. You probably get the basic of what it takes to to live a, a, a standard life. Mm-hmm. But you're not going to be able to generate enough income to say, I want to go on holiday twice a year. Yeah. The basic income is probably going to allow you to go once every three years. Maybe, if that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas the people that have already invested in the tech are making money in the tech because now it doesn't need people power. It's creating mm. all the resources that we need already. But yeah, it's still charging the individual because you, right. you'll be paying it with your basic universal. Yeah, yeah universal basic income. Using basic income. Yeah. So those people still getting rich and still being able to do all the things that they want to do where everyone else is flatlined. Interesting. You know? Yes. So in that... It may say, sound good to think that, oh, okay, at least I'll be able to live and survive and probably buy some, you know, a few bits here and there or whatnot. Or there's enough being created for everybody. But still, there's still going to be things that you're not going to be able to touch, you're not going to be able to have, you know? Yeah. Universal basic means you get one pair of shoes, it lasts you six months, you get this amount of food, it lasts you that. Live life. You're not going to die. Who's defining these these parameters? Who knows? But that's another thing, right? It depends what the standard of living they think is appropriate. Yeah. Maybe maybe someone will argue going on holiday once a year is a standard that's appropriate. You mm. should have enough for that. And as sad as it sounds to say that I think people there nowadays don't even have the equivalent of that universal yeah. basic, basic income. Like That would be a step up the way things are going. Yeah. Not because of AI, because of everyone useless in the government. Um, everyone <laughs> well no no that's unfair that's unfair um, but yeah you, yes you're right you're right about that I mean yeah whatever the standards people decide and yes the people who have more will have more still mm. but then the problem they've solved is that yeah people at the bottom level have enough there's still that imbalance I just and even like without taking AI into account I don't see any good coming out of any kind of solution that doesn't mitigate that, that doesn't decrease that gap because yeah. the problem has been that. And now it seems that even with AI and technology, the people who already had the, um, the the people who already privileged in the first had the advantages mm-hmm. get to get the benefits of yeah. another thing. Yeah. And I don't know how, I can't imagine people not, I can't imagine people not getting upset about that. Yeah. Well, even though you're upset what are you going to do? I guess if you're having your universal basic income, if you have enough to survive, or I say survive, I shouldn't use that word, like enough to have your life, live a life, mm-hmm. because people can't do that now. I think that should constitute you being able to buy something, buy a house, things like that. I don't know if it will. Is buying a house a, a... Having shelter? Not necessarily having shelter, but buying a house. Is that like something that everybody should have? No, but even being able to afford rent, which currently in Toronto seems impossible. Yeah, 
Okay, I agree with you on that one. So no, I'm not saying buy a house, but yeah. if they wanted to, mm-hmm. even that, that's a right. I think that's a basic human right. Yeah, but is it a human right to have more space than you need? Because if we if we relate that, I know I'm, I'm you know digging a little bit here, yes. but if we relate the way we live in the West compared to other countries and nations around the world, like the way they live, you know, to them it, it it's good, it's okay, we they enjoy it, but we couldn't live in their 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 environments, their cramped environments that we we feel is cramped, but to them it's just to them it's not. Yeah. Yeah. Now, if we were to, we probably would be able to live with the standard stuff that we, the basic that we get right now, living like that mm-hmm. here. Okay. We could do that. Mm-hmm. But no one wants to live in, you know, a house without, you know, without a um, a second bedroom or, you know, two washrooms or, <laughs> you know. I, I mean, or, it depends on how many people you have, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do know the point that you're making. But then I guess those people, you know, the ones with the big houses, why do they have those? Yeah. They shouldn't have those either then. I agree with you though. Mm. Um, and yes, it's different places, different uh, different things are normal. Um, I don't know how you would solve that problem. Like, I don't know what the ideal house size is. I don't know how many square meters you can, <laughs> yeah. you can you know, give. one person needs this much. So this house has to be, there are five people, it has to be this big. Yeah. Maybe you could do something like that. Yeah. But I agree with you. I think the ha- big house thing and all that nonsense I mean, that's capitalism and consumerism for you, right? Yeah. Because you're programmed to think that bigger is better. Yeah. Sometimes. Um, not all the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> but what if ChatGPT or the, you know, AI was able to answer that for us? You did a, you did a calculation and say, this is how love- much each individual needs to live a healthy Happy life. Amazing. Well, happy. Uh, well, if you're happy, you're happy. Yeah, not it's necessarily. Well, There's a reason to be. And it, and then, it, sorry. Yeah, it's a reason to be, but, you know. Yeah, no, fair enough. You're right. Um, And then also it would probably tell you, you know, move out of the city or something like that, because that's not healthy. Yeah, live in a tent in the well, Greenland. Close to nature. <laughs> the pastures. Close to nature with the cows. And yeah. Closer to nature. But yeah, I... I think that's something you could definitely use ChatGPT for. See, mm. useful. Yeah, but it, I guess it all depends on how well it knows humans. Uh-huh. You know, yeah. You know how well we've programmed it, or how well it's programmed itself. Oh my god! Stop Why saying using things our like data? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but again, I think that's useful. Yeah. Um, yeah, because it is a learning language, learning model. So. Yeah. Um, should be learning, but what is it learning? This is the, yeah, we don't know. And I think by the time we find out, if it has something planned, it'll be too late. Mm. So I, I just, what's the point of worrying about it? Yeah. Enjoy life now. And just say thank you to Google and Alexa after you ask it <laughs> yeah. to. Not tell it, ask it to do still, something. Still doing that to this day. Um, okay, so, you know, to put ourselves in the best positions so we talked about like how governments and regulations and you know companies having the upper hand being able to control ai and things like that and the universe universal basic income yes mm-hmm. i'm saying it right yes a way around that i think right now is to start looking at the companies that we invest in mm-hmm. so putting your money in places where the future 
is going to create more of that for you, more okay. money for you. So in addition to your universal basic income, you're going to have money coming in from companies that are AI companies. So they're generating, they're creating all these products or food or whatever it is that we need and still creating the need for that basic income <clears throat> that you get, get spent on that. It has to go back somewhere. Okay, I see what you mean. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that will enable you to live a higher, a higher standard of living. Okay. Because, you know, we, people talk about investing or putting their money into savings or pension schemes, that government pension schemes or whatever. Where, where are they using that money? And is it guaranteed that, you know, in the next 30, 40 years when you're ready to retire or whatever it is, is it still going to be there? And I think that, the way they've been talking about like how, you know, the old, there isn't enough pension money to give out. To give out. That's why they keep extending the retirement age for yes. people. So instead of putting your money in there, you need to invest it in something that's actually going to be, you know, we know, well, we hope will be producing for us in the future. So investing mm -hmm. into those companies. So doing your research and looking into where mm -hmm. you want to put your money. Yes, that's that's an excellent point. Um, and you said, so I'm assuming obviously companies that use AI, yeah, tech companies. But I think even with tech companies, you'd probably want to be a bit more careful because again, there's such an oversaturation yep. of that. Um, and um, the other thing, sorry, you said about pe yeah pensions. I, correct me if I'm wrong, isn't it part of it that automatically goes from your salary and you have no control of it? And yeah, the reason I'm pensions? asking that, yes, yeah. is because I think that should be a choice that you should be able to make, though. Yeah, but I guess it's like a tax, isn't it? Because yeah, re yes, so. regardless, like, if you, if, you, if you paid into government pensions for, I don't know, 50 years, yeah, unless you're married to that other person, you ain't getting nothing. Yeah. And you, you know, you don't get a lot back from yeah. what I've heard anyway. Yeah. So it almost seems like you're absolutely right. It's worthless. Yeah. Um, have you, I don't know if, if you have done any research, have you, do you have any on top of your head companies that you've researched or something that you would think would be beneficial? If you don't want to tell it, everyone. Yeah, I won't, give, I won't give specific names because I don't want anybody to invest in and be like, and oh, like I lost all my money because Rock told me this or that. But <laughs> He's you know, a robot. Yeah. <laughs> it was his company. Um, but I would just say, look at companies that are producing the actual technology, not necessarily just okay. the software, but also the hardware, the chips. Interesting. Oh. You know, or the circuitry or the, you know, mining for gold and all those kind of components that are needed to create hmm. tech or to create the robots or to create the um, the graphics chips that they're using now to power you know, uh, chat GPT, even though there are some companies that are using, uh, is it like using, I think they're using some different type of CPUs now to do the same work. Um, oh, so there's I things like that that are coming through and you just need to, you know, be aware of what's changing. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there's been people that have started investing in the NVIDIA. Oh, was really? It was it NVIDIA? NVIDIA? Yeah. Well, that is a famous one. That's the, which, which is the one that's creating all the cars. It's NVIDIA, right? Yeah. That had a yes. sharp, yeah. Yes. And, 
you know, everyone's still thinking, oh, this is going to be the company. This is going to be the company. And it, yeah, it might still be the company, but there's other companies there are other that ones. are doing stuff that are not necessarily, you know, headline news. Yet. That, yeah, that we need to start looking at. And maybe this might be worth putting, I don't know, $2,000 in, whatever it is. Like a few and, you know, several. Yeah. Before it gets too expensive to buy shares in that as well. Exactly. Because if mm. you bought NVIDIA like, I don't know, five years ago, you know, your return on investment now is like through the roof. Same with Amazon. 10 years ago, you invested in Amazon 10, 15 years ago. Right now, you're sitting on a gold mine if you put, I don't know, five grand in. You're probably a millionaire. Why didn't you tell me this five years ago? Oh, yeah. I wasn't really into... <laughs> I wasn't into stocks and shares then, but now... <laughs> Is mm. one of those things that I really think yeah. people need to start tuning their minds in f- away from, you know, savings and pension schemes. And these platforms are out of our control That's true. because they're managed by the government yeah. controls them anyway. Yes. And start, you know, taking our own money and putting it into these companies that, potentially will create an outcome and will create an income for us when the universal basic income becomes a yeah is introduced um i completely agree yes i mean also probably would be nice to take this offline and talk a bit more about those (laughs) because i don't think yeah i I will do some research and talk to you about later Mm. um and then the investing thing there was a people use chat gpt again to basically ask it i've got there was a very famous case, and I think it's true because um, lots of people reported on it as well. Had a hundred dollars or something and asked ChatGPT about stocks and stuff as yeah. well, like predictions and things like that. Yeah. That's another thing that 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 thing can do. Yeah. So maybe even use that as a resource. Yeah, there's there's people out there that are using you know these uh, these platforms to to do the investing for them. That's great. They're putting the money in, and, and you know the platform is it's yeah trading for them on a daily basis, which I, I think is a little bit risky because, you know, oh. the wrong bit of code in or someone decides, you know what, I'm going to change this, or I'm going to do this to benefit them. You know, I think it, maybe it's I'll a bit just, touchy. I'll just ask ChatGPT. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to use one of those because again, there's a human being behind that controlling it. Isn't it weird? I'd rather trust a robot. Yeah. But uh, ChatGPT is still being you know, manipulated and developed by humans, still gives restrictions. That's true. Still limits certain things that can happen. But it's still the ability it has to analyze information better, Mm. more efficiently, faster than a person, and then predict things. I would still trust its predictions more than a person's, I think, depending on how much the investment is. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I would like to try that, you know, experiment like, I don't know. Hundred thousand mm. dollars or something, and see what happens. Hundred thousand. I'll no, invest it for you. <laughs> Is that what you're calling it now? Investing. A <laughs> hundred or a thousand. Oh, a hundred or a thousand. Of course, a hundred thousand. It's like, <laughs> hey, Fred. <laughs> I'd be on a holiday. Right Let's now. work on something. Um, but yeah, I think it's really important. Yes. Uh, I think I've mentioned it a few times on on the show before. Mm-hmm. Um. Like, I'm not saying I'm the greatest investor, you know, I'm, I'm sitting here like I'm a millionaire or something like that, but I just real, really understand now the importance of knowing where your money is going and what you're doing with it. Yeah. How to beat the system. Yes. 
And just be, yeah, like fiscally, you know, knowledgeable, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and there's so many books out there and there's YouTube channels, there's, you know, all this information that's sitting there that people could access, but. And there's Chaji Beauty. Yeah. If you want to sit down and, you know, invest all your, your time and energy in Netflix, 10 years down the line, I hope Netflix is all you need to get by. <laughs> well, if it's creating all this personalized content for me, yeah. God, it's doing that on purpose. <laughs> Why are you going to be able to afford Netflix? Is that going to be like a, a basic standard that you are, you know? I think at this stage, a lot of things that we thought wouldn't be basic standards, people yeah. will probably fight for it. Like, no, that's basic. That's basic standard. Mm, depends on where you are in the world. Yes, yeah, sorry. I meant, I meant, yes. I mean, like in, in Canada, at least, yeah. in Toronto, where we live. Um, yeah, there. In other words, probably not too much. Mm. Um but yeah, yes, I agree. And I'm going to take your advice on board and I'm going yeah. to do some research. Yeah, definitely do so. And, and the viewers out there, please take my advice. Not in companies to invest in, but do your own research mm. and figure out what works for you. Um, yeah, and just take the time to do that because I feel, you know, 10 years time, you're going to need it. I agree, yeah. You're going to need it. Um, which leads me on to the last point. And, you know, the viewers out there that have been watching, you know, all these episodes and hopefully have t taken something from it. I hope, you know, they've been able to share information and advice with other people and got more people in understanding what's actually going on out there yeah. and had a chance to, you know, access ChatGPT. Yes. I feel there are still so many people in a cocoon and don't realize what's going on. Yes. Yeah, I agree. Um, maybe we even alluded to this in our last chat where when you're used to things a certain way, mm -hmm. you don't want them to change. Yeah. But that's, you know, change is the only constant. Yes. And if you try and prevent that because you're going, it's a bit overwhelming and this and that, uh, because it is. Yeah. But it's only going to get more overwhelming if they keep yep. ignoring it. Mm -hmm. So, yes, you're absolutely correct. There are people like that and... I think if you're going to give people a piece of advice, it's probably to go and, you know, it's not too late to start learning about what's going yeah. on. And it's difficult to escape it because it is all over the news. So paying attention to that. Yeah. Um, definitely important. It's never too late. No. Until it's too late. And Well, yeah, that is too late. <laughs> but yeah, and in simple fact about all the things that we've talked about, about how we'll, I don't think there's anyone in this world mm. who has access to that kind of AI technology or that they can't find one even one way of that making their life easier better in some yeah. way so if you're not taking advantage of that you're yeah. missing out and other people are not yeah simple as yeah and it touches so many different areas um the things that we'll be discussing in future episodes like education for example mm -hmm. how that's going to change mm -hmm. big time because yeah. we have these models yeah um and uh the need to understand what's going on. Like you say, we, we spoke about governments, you got um, educational institutions. They really have to understand what's going on because yep. their whole model is changing. Probably a good thing, I think. Uh, yeah, I guess. Depends on how, how it's going to change though. Yeah, I agree. Yes. Mm. I mean, at the moment, a lot of times it's just a, a business and I think yeah. it would there, you know, it, it being taught in a different way, enabling 
people to learn in a different way and for them to practically apply knowledge as opposed to telling them theory. They'll mm. have to they'll find it challenging, but hopefully something good will come out of it. Yeah. Because they'll have to be creative, get creative about it. Yeah. Cool. Definitely. Okay. So we're about to wrap up right now. And this is, as I said, is you know, episode number ten. Um, it's been a journey. Um, yes. I'm glad you started and ended. Thank you so much. I feel special. Yeah. So you should. I feel special having you <laughs> as a as a guest. Um, but to all the viewers out there, just you know, take in. Not necessarily have to believe everything that we've spoken about today, but there are going to be some certain points that are going to impact your life. Just think about how it might impact you or others around you and take the time to do more research about things that are going to be impacting you. And hopefully these episodes will help you in the next step before Skynet. Adam, thank you for sharing and being a guest and look forward to doing more work with you. Absolutely. Hopefully you'll do some more um, investigating and research yes. and, you know, share what you're learning with me and then we can share with the audience because I will do the same with you. Absolutely. No, thank you so much um, for having me again, yeah. again. First and last. I love yeah. that. Put that on my CV. <laughs> um, but yes, I absolutely will. Thank you. I've, I always feel like I learn so much every single time you speak about this. And next time we're back together again, here yep. or wherever, mm -hmm. we'll have even more to share. Definitely will do. Love it. Thank okay. you so much. Thank you again. So thank you all for listening and hopefully stay connected and up to date with what's happening in AI technology and what's coming in for the future. I'm Ruck. This is Anam. Peace. Five, four, three, two.